Welcome to your daily cup of true crime in 15 minutes or less from Hot Crime Cold Coffee. Listener discretion advised due to sensitive material and some violence. These daily episodes are brought to you Monday through Friday in addition to our regular weekly episodes that you can find on Wednesdays and Fridays. Today is September 23rd, and yesterday's true crime trivia question was, which notorious killer may have escaped the Montana State Prison in Deer Lodge? And the answer to that is the Zodiac Killer. The Zodiac Killer is the nickname of an unidentified serial killer who was active in Northern California in the late 60s. It is one of the biggest unsolved murder cases in the United States and has become really popular in pop culture. The Zodiac murdered at least five victims in the San Francisco Bay Area between 1968 and 1969. The Zodiac Killer is actually the one that gave himself that nickname and he sent a series of letters and cards to newspapers threatening additional killing sprees and bombings if they weren't printed. On some of those letters, there was ciphers, cryptograms, some type of weird puzzles and writing. And that is basically why he's called that. They haven't been able to determine who it is, but nowadays, because of all of the advancements in DNA technology, I wouldn't be surprised if they get more leads. One of the biggest clues, or maybe it's not, it could be hearsay, but one of his victims that survived an attack by him, Brian Hartnell, has always claimed that the Zodiac Killer told him that he had escaped from a prison in Montana after killing a guard. I did some really quick research and I can't find any record of an inmate escaping any prison in Montana in the 60s after killing a guard, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen records back then were not as accessible and there could essentially be a link and the rumor could be true. I don't know. Today's true crime trivia question is which man has been listed on the U.S. Marshals 15 most wanted fugitives list since November of 1998 and I'll have the answer for you tomorrow. Today in true crime history on September 23rd of 2010, Teresa Wilson Bean Lewis was executed in Virginia. She was the first woman to be executed in Virginia in almost a hundred years. She was sentenced to death by lethal injection for the murders of her husband and stepson in October of 2002. 
the reason she killed them was for the $250,000 life insurance policy her stepson had taken out. Interesting fun fact for you, less than 10% of all murderers are women. And female murderers are less likely to get the death penalty than men. You could have a man and a woman convicted of the same exact crime, and it's less likely that the female will get the death penalty. I'm sure that there's some statistic on that somewhere, or maybe someone needs to do that research. The other thing is, is that it's even more unlikely and rare, if you will, that women are serial killers. Today, September 23rd in 2019, is considered the last day that J.J. Vallow was seen alive. Evidence from Lori's phone includes a picture of J.J. in his red pajamas and it's date stamped September 23rd of 2019. So it's been three years since J.J. and his sister Tylee were murdered. Last week, there was a hearing about if the media should be allowed to take pictures and videotape the proceedings of the trial of Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow for the murder of J.J. and Tylee. J.J.'s grandpa, Larry Woodcock, gave an interview afterwards to Nate Eaton And he basically said he wanted to know why the bodies of J.J. and Tylee have not yet been released. It's been three years. And they just want their babies home so that they can give them a proper burial. Nate Eaton gave a really good interview with a former lawyer from Idaho and he asked why wouldn't they release the bodies and it's because they're still considered evidence. It's extremely unfortunate but the defense has to be able to do any additional testing or anything like that to support whatever their defense is if that's what they want to do and they do the reserve the right currently to continue to do testing. The lawyer did indicate that as long as there is a trial and even appeals afterwards, they may not even release the bodies until this case is completely done. There was a petition or a couple of petitions going around online requesting that they release the bodies. But as the lawyer said, unfortunately, they are still considered evidence. This week, child actor Ryan Grantham 
has been sentenced to life in prison for the murder of his mother, Barbara Ann Waite, in their home in British Columbia in March of 2020. You might know him from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and he was in one episode of Riverdale and did some other work. And basically, he just shot his mom while she was playing piano in their house and even recorded it after the fact. That's creepy, especially when it's someone who is considered an not necessarily an icon, but a hero. He was in films and series and things like that that your kids watch. I know that my kids last year, they were really into Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And it's kind of creepy that someone who was the star of that is an actual murderer. And I think he's only 22. No, he's 23 years old. That is just sick. If you are looking for a new podcast to listen to, you have to listen to The Letter. It's from KSL Podcasts, and I cannot wait for the rest of the episodes to be released. It's about the murder of Zachary Snar in 1996, and he and his friend Yvette were attacked by another young man. He was only 19 years old. The way that this podcast is done, I get goosebumps every once in a while while I'm listening to it. And it keeps referencing a letter, but I haven't gotten to that part yet in the episodes because they're not yet released. I'm loving it so much right now, and I highly recommend it. The interviews are very well done, and I think that maybe the killer, George, maybe wrote a letter to the family, but it just keeps hinting at that throughout So until we get to the end, I don't think we're going to find out the whole thing. So listen to it. You will love it and absolutely enjoy it. I I guarantee it. It's, again, The Letter from Castle Podcasts. It's produced by Lemonada. And you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to tune in later today, episode five and part four of the Vallow Daybell case will drop. You can follow us online at Hot Crime Cold Coffee and please, please, please rate, subscribe, comment, follow. It helps us continue to do what we love and I will talk at you Monday.